When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, but you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Democrats and Republicans deserve credit on this one. Senator Chris Murphy on Sunday said a bipartisan group of senators, and I didn't think it was possible are closer than ever before. That is a quote to coming up with a gun reform package in the wake of Buffalo and the wake of Texas. But Murphy is acknowledging it will not include an assault weapons ban or comprehensive uh, background checks. And I will get to all of that in just a second. It was fantastic. Lovely to be involved with today's parade along Fifth Avenue, celebrating Greek Independence Day, working with Nicole Petalides, Bob Brown, and our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. Mayor Adams even stopped by our tent as he was marching. This is good to be here and pick up the spirit, Independence Day of the Greek community. It is such a powerful, stabilizing community. Small business owners believe in education, believe in public safety, believe that we should not be defunding police, but protecting our police, supporting them, and most importantly, patriotic. You can love your home country and embrace your adopted country. They are patriotic to the core of what America is about. And, you know, everyone knows, no matter what people think, New York is the Athens of America. We have the largest Greek population outside of Greece right here in America. I consider them my brothers and sisters. So if they're my brothers and sisters that make me Greek, we have the first Greek mayor. (laughs) Mayor Adams uh, at the parade uh, on Sunday. And I do want to thank all of you that came over to me and said hello and told me that you listened to the show. Thank you for your support. And uh, at the top of the show tonight, uh, before I get into the issue of gun control, I do want to apologize to one of our producers, Alex Bernard. And the reason why I'm apologizing to Alex is, uh, and we deal with each other each and every night, and it just so happens that tonight he saw me at my lowest of low, where I had um, quite the emotional uh, moment. And I can't talk about this long because I don't want to get upset on the radio. But uh, those of you that listen to this show, you know that my dog means the world to me. And my dog is not doing well. Um, uh, Matt, what's the name of that movie? Uh, Molly and Me, the the one about the dog. Is that it, Molly and Me? That is it, yep. Okay. Molly and Me. And so I love the movie. Um, hey, Alex, did you did you see the movie Molly and Me? You or Matt, did you guys see the movie? I I actually have never seen that movie. You've never seen it? No. Then you don't want to see it. Have, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen parts of it. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. Okay. It's, it's heavy. Right. It's heavy at the end. And at the end, it breaks you your heart. And so Alex saw me uh, tonight at that moment, Matt. I mean, tears and all. In in another studio here at the uh, at the station, 
And that's because um, Saturday night, and I'm going to get to gun control in just a second, but Saturday night we had to come from Rockland all the way down to the uh, Animal uh, Emergency uh, Center on 62nd in York, and they wanted to hospitalize my dog, Dolce. And, guys, I don't know if you have animals, but to to hospitalize him overnight because he's diabetic. We didn't know he was diabetic. He can't stand. He's just suffering right now. They want $6,000 for a dog overnight. And I would do anything for my dog. But $6,000 is a lot of money for 24-hour treatment. And so instead, <laughs> the vet gets you for 500 right? And then the dog comes back home. He's still lethargic. He's not doing anything, and he's not eating. And so um, we didn't leave uh, Saturday night uh, until about 3 a.m., and I had to be our our call for the parade was at, was at 11 a.m. And so I got home at 4 a.m. The dog is not doing well. And, you know, it, when you think about, you know, this dog has given me so many good years. And that, after I say this, we got to change topics, guys. He's given me so many good years. And, and Matt, you've seen Marley and me. So, I mean, I'm I'm praying that, that the vets, that there's some affordable way that they, they started insulin today. And, you know, so, you know, but, I, but Alex, I'm sorry that uh, I apologize to you that, that you had to see me at my lowest of low. I uh, hear the station tonight. You should never apologize for things like that, Dominic. And, and you know when when you when you know you're going to have your lowest or low, you you know how you try and hide away. That's what I was trying to do, but it just didn't work. So anyway, so thanks for listening to me, guys. You can send me the bill for your psychological services <laughs> this morning. Let's go ahead and get to the uh, topic uh, at hand. And uh, let me just say this. If, if you have pets, if you don't have pets, you probably think I'm out of my mind what I'm saying right now. But if you do have pets, I think that you can understand uh, where where I'm coming from. Okay. Let's uh, switch topics. Senator Murphy um, uh, Sunday, yesterday, said a bipartisan group of senators is closer than ever to coming up with a gun reform package, but acknowledges that it will not include an assault weapons ban or comprehensive background checks, right? Now, this all comes in the wake of, over this weekend on Saturday, four people were killed, 28 injured, in a series of mass shootings across the U.S. on Saturday, right? And I've been saying this throughout the night in my new segments, that mass shootings uh, are defined as... uh, an incident in which four more people are shot, and they were reported in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Texas, Arizona on Saturday. We're going to your telephone calls in just a second, but I want you to listen to Senator uh, Murphy, what he had to say as it relates to a possible deal. As late as last night, we were engaged in conversations about trying to put a package together because I think Republicans realize how scared parents and kids are across this country. I think they realize that the answer this kind cannot be nothing, Um, that it's frankly a test of democracy. It's a test of the federal government as to whether we can deliver at a moment of just fierce anxiety amongst the American public. So Mm -hmm. we're closer than ever before. Uh, Let's see if we land it. And it's not only Democrats that are saying they are close. In a moment, I'm going to start with your telephone calls going to Jennifer in Boston. But also on the Republican side, uh, among uh, the folks that are involved in the discussions happens to be Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. And Toomey is saying something that we all know, and that is President Biden is not being helpful to this process. But... A deal is possible. The problem is, I think the president might have been a president who would reach across the aisle, try to bring people together. But he's chosen not to take that approach since day one. He has sided with the far left of his party and really not reached out to Republicans. He gave a speech on this topic where he advocated policies that he knows for sure have no chance of passing the Senate, probably couldn't even get 50 votes. 
uh, and hold the Democrats, much less get the 60 we would need. So once again, the president is not being very helpful. I think at the end of the day, this is going to come down to whether we can reach a consensus in the United States Senate. There are intensive discussions underway. It includes people who have not been engaged on this issue in the past. I can't, certainly can't guarantee any outcome, but it feels to me like we are closer than we've been since I've been in the Senate. And so for the last couple couple of days, my skepticism uh, as it relates to a deal getting done, it looks like it may be just the opposite, but let's keep our fingers crossed, or at least I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. And we are now going to take your telephone calls because I really believe this spirit of bipartisan on this one issue, but it is a major issue, gun control. I believe that Democrats and Republicans deserve credit on this one. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Well, right now you and Dolce are on my mind and your family. Um, you know I'll be praying for you, little guy. And um I just I wish you the very, very best. I hope you can get someone to help you and um, just just bless you both. That's all I can say. Well, thank you. Um, hey, Jennifer, I, I, I didn't know that they shake you down six thousand dollars for an overnight stay for my dog. Yeah. Dominic, I spend one hundred and thirty six a month for a no deductible insurance policy with 90 percent coverage, because last year out of nowhere, he landed in the ICU the only night we've ever spent apart. And just shy of 13 years, by God's grace. But, um, yeah, um, and it was 3000 and something dollars, you know. So, you wow. know, I still paid more out in insurance than I've had to use. But, God forbid, I didn't have it. Then I'd have, you know what I mean? So it it sucks all the way around, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Right. So let, let, let's get to yeah. the uh, news of the morning. What's on your mind, yeah. Jennifer? I just want to say a couple of quick things, please and thanks. Uh, first of all, I wish that the... Uh, Mayor of New York speaking at the um, Baptist Church. I wish he would speak about expecting more from the community. Um, I wish that he would uh, speak on behalf of the police the way he's speaking on behalf of his, I'm using my air quotes, guns are, um, you know, with the same sort of passion and and concern um, for the police's well-being. and and for them being given a chance, I just thought that was kind of rich, to be honest with you. And um, if I, if I could, you know, you're talking about this deal, um, you know, being brokered in the Senate, and, and I am somewhat concerned, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I know of four, four cases in the past several days where three women and one man have protected their house from a home invasion. Um, at least one of them being an elderly woman, another one with a child in the house, a man, a veteran taking a nap down in Florida, and the guy that broke into his house had his rifle in the backyard. He threw a potted plant through the sliding glass door. And all, and these people all used and shot and killed the perpetrator. Um, if they want certain things like, you know, as far as safes and not being able to, you know, grab your gun, all that stuff, that's a concern because we're living in a lawless society. So I'm really Agreed. hoping that federal level they don't do anything like that. And also, especially for women, certain women are far more comfortable with certain type of firearms than others. So I hope there's not going to be restrictions on what type of firearms. And last but not least, uh, you know, all these mass shootings uh, today. On I, I listen to NPR every once in a while just to see, you know, what their what the propaganda is of the day. They couldn't say mass shooting enough, Dominic. Everything was a mass, mass, another mass shooting, mass shooting. And the thing is, it happens every day. It happened a month ago in Sacramento. I talked to you about it. Six were killed, 13 injured, all people of color by three men of color. No one, you know where I read about it? In a, in, in a British newspaper. No one covered it here. No one cared. See, Jennifer, but, that's, that's where the problem lies, to, yes. be, to be candid and honest with you. If it's if it's black on black, the media acts like it didn't happen. But God forbid it be white on black or anything else, but black on black and it's given a pass. It doesn't matter how sensational it may be. It doesn't matter how young the victim may be. You may get a headline for a moment or two, but that's about it. But Jennifer, I, I quickly finish yeah, your yeah, thought, I'm, please. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Thank you. I'm sorry. And and that re- it reminded me what you just said. Um, in Philadelphia, if you look at the the, um, the video of the Philadelphia mass shooting and the one in Sacramento, it's extremely eerily similar. And last but not least, when you remember you and I talked and you talked to the audience about that 16-year-old precious girl that was stabbed in the back by that lunatic going into the juice bar? Yes. And there, again, crickets, no outrage in, in the community, right? That's but a good point. A white, a white cop killed a black girl trying to kill another black girl. I believe that was in Wisconsin. That that was and in Columbus, Ohio. They, and the city was on fire, right? I mean, everything, you know, I mean, there was hell to pay for that cop. You know, everyone was out to get the cop. And he, he saved the life of a young black girl. Absolutely. She, it was the same thing. The knife up in the air, the same thing with this guy. And what was he going to do? Let her stab her? Right. No, so, I, I, I agree with you. Jennifer, I do have to move on. I, I thank you for the call, as I always do. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn, and then we're going to go to Michael in Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind today? Uh, good morning. I will not ask you how was your weekend because— um, Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, keep in mind, it takes a human to have empathy that you have for your animal, and you're human. Don't feel bad about how you feel because— that's it's family. Animals are family. I've, I've lost too many animals, but um, I do hope all goes well. But um, I've had animals that I lost. But um, uh, Dominic, this this bill, the only thing I see has to be done. It has nothing to do with President Biden or no other. Just let's just get rid of the AR-15, the assault guns. That's all, and change the age. That's well, all I want to see. I, I, Audrey, thank you for the call. I do not believe that's on the table. Obviously, I'm not in these negotiations. I think we're talking about. Maybe up in the age, possibly, um, and uh, money for mental health and more money for school security and uh, changing red flag laws. But we'll see. It, it's not a done deal. Bottom line is, no matter what they agree to, they have got to get 60 votes in the Senate, which means 10 Republicans. So, Audrey, I thank you for the call. You have a uh, beautiful morning. From Brooklyn to Cliffside Park, New Jersey, good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Good morning. Speaking of gun control, our illustrious mayor, or I shouldn't say our because I live in New Jersey, but the illustrious mayor of New York just hired a brand-new gun czar. This guy was a, a was in prison for homicide. He killed someone. Then when they let him out, he was dealing drugs. Now, most drug dealers usually stay with their own neighborhood, like white drug dealers will stay in white neighborhoods. Black drug dealers will stay in black neighborhoods. Hispanics will stay in Hispanic neighborhoods. So what that means is basically he was selling drugs to young black kids. Now, if that's not bad enough, this guy made a speech in which he said, white racist. But when he started to say black racist, no, 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 I have to correct myself. There is no such thing as a black racist. These are black people who are misinformed. Why don't you tell that to the Asian families of the people that were killed by black non-racists or tell it to that group of grandmothers that were run over? Anyone can be a racist, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, but for him to say that, and he said it in front of the ma- in front of the mayor, and the mayor didn't say a word. He didn't say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, what do you mean there's no such thing okay, as a Okay, but wait, whoa, 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 Michael, Michael, I, I agree with you up into the point you just made. So now, um, I was caught up with our parade coverage, so I'm not sure on the facts. Are you sure that, that the new drug czar made this comment in front of the mayor? I I noticed the drug czar. Wait, wait, wait. The drug czar yes. was at Sharpton's yes. uh, headquarters this Curtis weekend. Curtis was screaming his head off about it. He said he stood there and he heard him say, he said it in front of Al Sharpton. He went right. to Al no, Sharpton. So the, may, the mayor, to my knowledge, was the mayor, he did not make the comment in front of the mayor. He made the comment in front of Al Sharpton. But the mayor, maybe that's the case, but I'm sure the mayor must have heard about it. Of and course. how do you appoint someone who, who was in prison for homicide and selling drugs? How do you appoint someone like that? Are you kidding me? Are you well, for real? Well, Michael, let me give you my two cents on that one, and I, I thank you uh, for the call, and you have a wonderful morning. One, there are certain things, folks, uh, that I choose to ignore, meaning that it's so ridiculous that I'm not going to waste my time talking about it. And this is one of them. This is one of them. 
with a manslaughter conviction. I didn't say charge. I said conviction. He should not be the city's drug czar. With the allegation of financial impropriety at his organization, with family members on the payroll in the past, millions of dollars, he should not be in any official capacity. Now, apparently, if my memory serves me correct, he will not uh, receive a salary, the new drug czar. But I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get this one. This one makes no sense to me at all, at all. The new drug czar. Before I take a break, let's go to Rob in Yorktown. Good morning, Rob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how are we doing? Good, good, and I hope you're doing well. Yes. Um, uh, one thing, I'm sorry about sorry about your dog. Um, Thank you. Um, um, instead of going all the way to the city, if you if you don't have to, okay, cross of cross the Times Bridge in Yorktown. They got. An awesome, iconic 24-hour vet. It's an emergency vet. Really? In Yorktown? Okay. Yeah. uh, It's on right on 202. Wow. Okay. Uh, I just had to to put a dog down two months ago. Oh. And uh, he was 14 years old and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, know, Rob, I I appreciate the call, but if I I have to take that, that step and it's something that, you know, I'm hoping oh, this yeah. insulin works, but if it doesn't, you know, he's an elderly dog. If I have to go down that road, I don't envision. I don't envision myself, uh, but getting another dog because it is simply no, either, too painful. Yeah. It's just yeah. too painful. Hey, you know, it's a joke with this um, gun. Gun. Um, what the hell is this? Guns are. Yeah, guns are. You know, that's what the, that's what the um, the police are for and the mayor's for. Yeah, really. Right, right. No, I it's hey, a, it's a joke. Yeah, Rob, and then, I and then, and then this guy that that's going to be in charge, really. Rob, I, 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 I hear you and I agree with you. And um, on this one, Mayor Adams uh, can't win. He can't win on this one, and this one's going to come back. Uh, to bite him in the you-know-what, because we we all already know the countdown has already started as far as media coverage of how long this guy is going to last. And you know that reporters are now officially going to look into this guy's background, his entire background. And so we'll see what happens. Dominic Carter with you here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We will have more of your telephone calls and the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up. Talk Radio 7 Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back and I just want to uh do a little correction here. I was saying drugs are uh when it's really the guns are and that should say to you how inconsequential this guy is to me. The question is how many days is he going to last? It's not going to last. It's he's not going to survive. He cannot survive. The media coverage is going to be brutal. Let's continue with our telephone calls. Eileen in Rockland County. Good morning, Eileen. What's on your mind this morning? Morning, Dominic. I'm going to just say two things. Um, I wish you all the best, and I will pray for you and your fur baby. Oh, thank you, Eileen. You've got thank a you. Big heart. You're a good father. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I was talking with a friend the other day, and she told me of a place that helps troubled kids. And there's 200 places in the United States, and it's run by a man named Father Greg Boyle of Homeboy Industries in America. It's free. 
it takes in troubled teens, and I believe, I believe in my heart that it would cut down on these mass murders, uh, change their life around so they can really, really make something good of their lives. A couple of the kids that went there, they turned out to be life coaches, went to college, and bettered themselves after they made their mistakes and they learned from them. That's all I want well, to say. Well, Eileen, um, it's not a bad idea on the surface. I, I thank you for the call. Something something has to give. Um, you look at uh, Philadelphia and um, the shootings that are occurring in, in Philadelphia, and I was happy to see a video somewhere uh, over the weekend that the police in uh, Philadelphia are cracking down on these ATV and motorcycle uh, motorcycle vehicles that are just running lawlessly uh, through through the streets. Uh, God only knows who may be the next victim that they hit. And so Eileen mentioned uh, this, this Center for Troubled Youth, but one, they, they've got to be motivated to go or somebody has to make them go. But anything, anything would be better than what we're dealing with uh, right now. Almost anything would be better than what we're dealing with uh, right now. Let's go to Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thanks, Dom. Listen, as far as I feel so bad about the dog, but, you know, in Rockland, we have good places, too, and maybe you'll get away with the same service for 2000 I, I really mean that. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, my, my, you go to, my dog's vet is in uh, Pomona, not far from, yeah, okay. from my home. So, But thank you, Gracie. Yeah. Thank you for that. But, but, but that's, a, that's the first reason. The second reason is, of course, why I called. The second reason is, of course, these mass shootings. The, the It's terrible, bottom line. Then, of course, the media gets on it because they could sell newspapers, etc. Then the politicians see the, the rank and file, the populists go crazy. So that's what they're going to pretend that they're going to solve. But let's see how many people were killed in Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Los Angeles since the beginning of the year. How many uh, from guns, knives, whatever. And what about from the... Um, the medic, uh, you know that uh, med, uh, the drugs that are coming up, what fentanyl that's coming over the border. They they try to solve the problem that they think the public want, but they don't want to solve anything. And that's why I'm so cynical and so annoyed with anything. Everything. Gracie, before I let you go, are you optimistic at this Senate bipartisan panel? apparently uh, coming together and may reach uh, agreement on some issues as it relates to gun control? Uh, I want to hope so, but I don't know. But if they do come together, it's going to be so minuscule, so small, you're going to need a magnifying glass to see what the <laughs> hell they're proposing. I, uh, You know, <laughs> you know, Dominic, you have a lot of Rockland callers. I wish we could all get together, Rockland. We could be a force. Well, that that that's a good point, Gracie. I I thank you for the call, <laughs> and and at least Gracie got me to laugh. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was funny. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know that lady has a lot of sense. What she just said that whatever they propose is going to be uh, is going to need a, a magnifying glass. That's exactly what I'm. That's exactly what I'm about to say. I mean, first of all, you inspired me at the beginning of the call when you were showing your your, your sensitivity to your dog. It got me thinking about the whole gun control argument. See, basically, what's the problem with uh, with people owning uh, like assault rifles or you know or, or uh, sophisticated weapons? The problem is is that there are people in this world that are not sensitive to the taking of human life. And then there are people that are sensitive, just like people are sensitive to animals and not. People, people I guarantee you, people who could take a human life wouldn't bat an eye about a di- an old diabetic dog, losing an old diabetic dog. 
So what's the bottom line? How do you solve the gun control crisis? Very, very simple, okay? What does, don't, what does everybody have in common? What does the sociopath have in common with the person who's worried about losing an old diabetic dog? And that's getting shot, okay? Nobody wants to get shot. In Texas, everybody wears their gun, their, their handgun out on their holster, okay? If there were no such thing as assault rifles, you're not going to see even a sociopathic kid like that 18-year-old go into a school because he doesn't want to get he's, – he's just like you, Dominic. He doesn't want to get shot. He, does, he, he couldn't care about killing cats or dogs, right? But he doesn't want to get shot. So there's your answer. Your answer is more guns. Now, the Democrats have to give on this issue. They have to understand if they would be giving and forthcoming about allowing more guns, then the Republicans would concede on a temporary ban on assault weapons in order to understand the issue of crazy kids shooting up schools Okay, with assault weapons, because temporary bans have gone down in the past. George Bush I had a temporary ban on assault weapons. For I don't know how many years you can look it up. So so temporary bans should not be out of the, the consideration. But you know why they they're not in, in, in the in the issue right now. You know why they're not in consideration? Why? Because because if you're going to have a temporary ban to study why kids are shooting up, inevit- inevitably it's going to fall on the fact that there's no. God being taught in the schools. You'd have to bring the Pledge of Allegiance back to the schools. You'd have to get rid of this woke crap. You'd have to restore godly values and, and everything like that. And the Democrats don't want to go there. I, I, Therefore, hear, you. The... I hear you, Larry. And, and to, the, to the last three points that you said, agreed, agreed, and agreed. These are all things that we need to do. I'll let you finish your thought, and then I need, do need to move on. Quickly, please. So Okay, so basically it looks on the surface like the Republicans are the ones that are unyielding about the assault rifles. But in reality, it's the Democrats who are not yielding on the issue of handguns. And, and I guarantee you there's going to be no solution unless both sides are willing to give, and it starts with the Democrats. Okay, well, I, I, Larry, I, I have to be honest with you. That's a different way of uh, looking at this issue. Uh, but, you know, that that's your opinion. I, I'm just uh, thankful that it appears um, that there'll be a bipartisan agreement on uh, gun control. But then that's step one. Step two is that you've got to get the 60 votes in the Senate. That means 10 Republicans. And so no matter what they negotiate, the bottom line is in the numbers. Uh, will you get the 60 votes? We are taking your telephone calls on this 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Andrew in Staten Island. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind? Andrew, are you with me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Go right ahead. Okay, Dominic. Uh, so just about an hour ago, I just got off work. I had an argument with a guy at work about how well, he knows I'm a conservative. He says, oh, you guys have no solutions with anything when it comes to guns. You have no solutions with, with any of the policies. I just laughed. I said, listen, let, 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 me, let me keep this very simple. I watched Biden's speech the other day, which I normally don't listen to him, but I did watch his speech. Okay. He said abs- absolutely nothing Agreed. about about school security, zero. Now, okay. I'm going to give you a quick thing. So I, I said to him, look, 20 years ago, 15 serious terrorist attack in Israel with the kids in school. I don't remember all the parameters, but what I do know is after that horrific incident, what did Israel do? They armed every school, and they locked out. He had one way in, one way out. Problem solved. And he, you know, he agreed with me. He says, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's always about taking away a little bit of our rights and a little bit more of our rights. And it all comes down to securing the schools, arming, you know, having whether it's vets, whether it's off-duty cops, whether it's on duty, whatever the case may be. It's always about taking away the guns. That is not the solution. So, Andrew, before I take a commercial break here, I'm just curious. I'm listening to you as you're speaking and and I'm asking you this question straight up here. Uh, God forbid, but if one of your family members uh, were one of the victims, uh, would you still have the same point of view? Yes, I would, Dominic. Yes, I would. Because, okay. You know, it's, I, I, can you hear me, Dom? Loud and clear. 
Okay, yeah. It's look again. It's not the gun. It's the person. That same that same uh, you know mentally deranged person could have came you know with a hammer or a you know I, I you know look I, I don't want to split hairs here. If my child was look at Andrew Pollock, look at Andrew Pollock, the, the father of, of Metal Pollock from from the uh, from the uh, Parkland incident. Okay. What's his solution? What does he do? He's an advocate. He's, he's got a, a, uh, a, a group that put together shields for backpacks, okay? He's about arming the teachers. He's about arming the population, okay? It's not about taking away the guns. So the short answer is, if, God forbid, if, and I have two, two boys, if one of them was a victim, God forbid, the last thing I would be looking to do is take away uh, guns, and that goes for us. That goes. That, by the way, there's no such thing as an assault rifle. But any sort of high-powered rifle, any sort of high-powered pistol, that is not the solution. Okay. It's, okay. It's about, it's okay. about well, proper training and securing the schools the same way the courts are secured, the same way everything else, but the schools. Well, Andrew, I I thank you uh, for your call. Uh, I disagree with the uh, last statement that you made as it relates to. Uh, so-called uh, semi-automatic weapons, I, I still don't understand and I will never understand why an 18-year-old needs that type of weapon unless they are in the military or a uh, police officer. And it really is that simple. But I thank you for the telephone call. We'll have more of your telephone calls when we come back. And the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Stay with us. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The school district in Texas, the Uvalde School District Board, held its first meeting Friday night since the May 24th tragedy at the Robb Elementary School and largely kept parents in the dark after going into a closed session. So Texas school officials said that uh, students will never return to the elementary school where 19 fourth graders and two teachers were slaughtered last month, but took zero action, at least at this meeting, against the embattled police chief who led uh, the police's uh, the police botched uh, response. We are taking your telephone calls here at Talk Radio 77 WABC, and I'm looking at an email from a friend of the program, Sal, and Sal says, um, why do we need, going back to Mayor Adams' uh, gun czar, why do we need a gun czar when we have Commissioner Sewell and the anti-gun unit? Will the gun czar have authority capitalized over Commissioner Sewell when gun violence occurs? I believe the answer to that is no. And he and Sal goes on to say, where is Commissioner Sewell? As far as I know, she has not capitalized, been heard from. Has she been told to keep quiet unless given permission to speak? Interesting. Let's go uh, back to the telephone calls. Let's go. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan. Good morning, my friend. Uh, I didn't know. Dogs have diabetes. I yes. I yes. never heard that in my life. Well, I never paid attention uh, to it, Stan, until Friday. Is it a sugar Friday. thing, too? It's a sugar thing. The, the basically the same type of Ill, illnesses that we go through as humans, dogs do as well. All right. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry about that, and I hope well, things thank get you. better. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, let's get to, to me, uh, I want to talk about the human animal, because this week... On Thursday, the most important hearings in the history of this country will be televised at 8 p.m. to all of us. And we will discover and learn, sadly and tragically, the possibility of the overthrow of our country and the possibility that happened. The evidence is there. People will be testifying. It will be the most important event, I believe, in this country. And I suggest everybody watch it. That includes Democrats. Republicans, conservatives, you will learn unbelievable things, which I didn't, couldn't believe that the possible overthrow of the country through the not allowing the election results to go through. It will be on Thursday at 8 p.m. 
I suggest everybody watch it. This is no joke. This is serious stuff because it will affect the future of this country. And uh, people who watch it have to learn and listen. Uh, you may not believe it, but it will be the facts as this committee, which has Democrats and Republicans. So I suggest everybody take time out and watch this thing because this is the most important event coming up that I can see in this country at the moment. Well, we we, we, we we will see if that indeed proves to uh, be the case, Stan. But you already know, and I do thank you for the call, Stan. You sure. already know that Democrats will feel one way about the election. Some Republicans will continue to feel another way. And frankly, I don't think that's ever going to change. Period. End of story. I, Lona, in Westchester, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I, I'm really, I feel so bad about your dog because um, uh, just recently I lost a dog and a cat. And oh, boy. And were both 16 years old, and I never thought I'd get over it. But I want to tell you that Oradell Animal Hospital, they're um, in, Ram, in uh, Paramus. I mean, I, I, I didn't know about them either, but they're 24 hours, and they took care of my cat and my dog for a lot of years. And they have emergency people 24 hours a day. They have cancer. They take care of cancer, diabetes, cardio. I had a cardio but, doctor but, for my but, dog. But did you have to take out a second mortgage for the treatment? No. Uh, no, no listen, I would do anything for my dog and my cat. Um, they were they were awesome to me. They let me make payments. I mean, they don't normally do that though. But the thing is, is that they you you don't have to go down to the city. It wouldn't be that much money to put my dog um, overnight. I think it was two thousand. That's just too much money in the city. But if you go down there, they have specialized people for the cancer, for the kit, for diabetes. They have specialized. They do operations. They're mm. fantastic. I'm telling you, you can go. 24 hours a day. If you call up, just bring your dog down. If you need help, just bring and they take care of your dog. They they um they 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 do EKGs, they do echoes, everything. I'm telling you, uh, they're a lifesaver. You know they well. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, they're you, great. You, you know you know what? I I just want to say this to you. You folks here at WABC are wonderful. No matter what issue. I bring to you and you folks are, are experts on a number of issues and 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 th- this is what families do for each other and I consider all of you within the sound of my voice a family just like all the people that came up today at the parade to say that they love the program and they listen to the program and so I you know my dog if he makes it through the night he has um an appointment with his uh with his vet in the morning but I promise you this if 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 I don't hear what I want to hear, you said it's the Oradell Animal Hospital? It is so unbelievable. It's Oradell Animal Hospital. They're in Paramus. All you have to do is Google. They're open 24 hours a day. And I'm telling you, because they have specialists. That's what they do. And they might not be there at night. You have the ER doc every night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I, 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 was, I was doing IVs at home, sub-Q, but I let my cat die at home because at the point where there was no, you know, they couldn't make him better. You know, he passed away right next to me. My dog had heart issues. That's why he had cardio, echo, blood pressure, everything. And I dropped him off. Unfortunately, he had a heart attack and died, but quick and fast. But these are specialists, I'm telling you. And they call me at home, and they talk to me, and they tell me everything that's going on. I'm telling you, they're godsend. That you just go down seven um, routes. What is it, 17? Till you get to the uh, yes, Paramathon, yes, and you just yes. go. They'll tell you. I mean, they're there any time. You have ER tech or ER docs. Excuse me, docs all night long. But I just want to tell you something about this crime thing right now. Yes. The only way it's, there's a lot of things right now. They don't. There's no nobody's stopping the crime, and that's the problem. Everybody's doing what they want. It's like a you know what show. And when you start, you know, showing people that, you know, we're not going to tolerate this anymore and, you know, that the police have the power and um, border patrols have the power when they finally have the power that they're supposed to have not to abuse people but to stop crime, you know, and people start enforcing the police and saying good things and not defunding them, there's your answer. I mean, people just do what they want now. 
And then the, the prosecutors, the, you know, what are they? They don't care. You know, they're letting everybody go. That's that's it. What well, do you expect, right? Uh, it, it sure it sure does uh, seem that way. I thank you uh, for providing the information and um, have a beautiful morning. It surely does seem that way. Um, so, for example, one of the things that I was happy to hear about published reports that um, that uh, stop and frisk or whatever term you want to use, that they're up quietly in the city of New York. That's the only way that things are going to get under control, folks. It really is that simple. Let's go to John in Freehold, New Jersey. And coming up at 1 a.m., Curtis Sliwa in for Frank Morano. Let's say good morning to you, John. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Dominic. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you. Go right ahead. Hey, I just had to comment on what uh, Stan just said. Okay. I, uh, I literally just lost all respect for that man. Uh, you know, I knew he was a Biden supporter and all of that, but nothing happened on January 6th. Two people accidentally died, and that was it. There was no, you know, there were riots that summer. So many people were injured. So many businesses lost. He hasn't said a word about it. And he's just spreading the propaganda of January 6th. It was mostly a peaceful protest. Yeah, I I, I think that um, I I hear you. I hear you. And, and John, I just think that... um, that it was unfortunate for, for all of us as a country. Um, and I've said this a million and one times, I'll say it again. As far as President Trump's behavior, um, it was not illegal what he did. Now, did, did he go too far? Yes. But did he do something to break the law? No. Now, I'm going by the sheer definition of the law, and that's why he was not charged with the crime. We will see uh, how how this all plays out, John. I do think you... For the uh, for the call, let's go to uh, Kevin in Orange County. Good morning, Kevin. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I just want to tell you what a wonderful show you do have. Uh, but I, I uh, you know, I've had several dogs, and I went to a Flannery Hospital, the animal hospital up in uh, New Windsor, which is very close to you in Rockland County. Mm-hmm. And they tour a 24-hour uh, full-service hospital. And I've gone there two in the morning. I've gone there during the daytime and the weekends. And they have some of the, vet, uh, the best vets, including Dr. Eric Evans, who I swear by. He's fantastic. It's a, so I just want to, you know, I know you've been getting deluged with hospital calls and, uh, you know, uh, recommendations. But I, I've been there many times. It's very close to uh, Rockland County. I don't know where in Rockland you are. Mm-hmm. But I'm in Pomona. Oh, Okay. I mean, you take a, a, you know, 87 North, to, right. uh, you know, to Route 300, and it's very close, right there. Okay. And, it's a, and my other comment was just about uh, President Biden um, being, a, you know, a reconciler or a unifier. I mean, his speech the other night was so, so outrageous. I mean, in the middle of everything, talking about, you know, we bring people together, but vote the Republicans out. It was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you know, you're saying, my God. You know, he couldn't separate politics for a minute. And it's, right. Uh, and it, it, it did It did appear to be that way, Kevin. And, it, you know, several days later, I'm still questioning what was the point of that speech. Was the point to say, uh, you know, I'm coming from the far left, so so deal with these moderate Democrats? I still don't, under in the Senate, I still don't get why the president made that speech because it did nothing to help the situation at all. I don't, I'm in total agreement with you. I have no idea where he's coming from. Well, thank you very much. And again, thank you. And for what, Thank a you. Thank oh. you, Kevin. And have a uh, beautiful uh, morning. Let's go to John in Staten Island. And of course, coming up at 1 a.m. in for Frank Morano, Curtis Lewa. He's all excited and ready to go. Uh, God only knows what topics he's going to hit hard on. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's go to John and Staten Island. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just heard about your dog. I, I just caught up to show. I hope he gets better. Uh, Thank you. A lot of listeners, like they say, they, they, they totally where to go. Just try to check those hospitals out. Mm-hmm. And it's like family. You know, you want to make sure you take care of them. Right. Um, it is, it is like family. Go ahead, John. Yeah. My, my point being is I, I heard you were discussing guns. But when are we going to take 
for the example of the state and city screwing up everything when they already have this information. They had information about the Boston bombers. They had information about half of these, maybe 60, 70, 80% of all these guys who started shooting up. The FBI, the cops had visited them. And you know whose fault that is? The politicians. The politicians don't have the, the officers, not the officers, but the, the big guys in charge are dropping the ball, just like the mental cases. But these last two cases, they already had problems that the mental hospitals knew. Either they squashed it or let it go. And yes. because of that, these, you know, all these innocent people, 10 in Buffalo, 19 in Texas, they knew that these kids shouldn't have a gun. And besides the red flag, it could automatically put on from the hospital to the politicians to say put it on on the gun records, you know, with the uh, uh, AFT or whatever. But th- that's what it should have been done. But they don't do it. Just like when you have the hospitals putting, you know, sick people with COVID in with people who are going to die from it. It's all the state and the city just gets away with it. There should be massive lawsuits like they're doing with the COVID patients. There should be massive lawsuits on every one of these kids that they knew that there was something going on and nothing was nothing was flagged over to the, the you know AFT or whatever the, the the guys with the registry. They could have done that. That could have saved all those people's lives. Fair and enough. I hope you all get better. Oh, thank and, you, John. And also, Dominic, that if we're talking about guns right now, I'm listening and listening, and if I'm telling you now. They keep telling us we're getting blocks of fentanyl getting across the border. That could kill millions of people. Our border agents are doing paperwork for the 2 million people that cross the border. Makes no they sense. They these little bricks, but God forbid, we lost 107,000 people. That's not, even without, that's not even a gunshot. That's from people just taking the wrong drug because somebody put the fentanyl in it. And 107,000 people is a hell of a lot more than people getting shot. But they're both they're both bad, but this president has dropped the ball when we're getting bricks that could kill millions of people. I don't know what's going on, but if you you think that we have enough fentanyl that crossed the border that could kill everybody in the United States, there is something to question about that. Yes. And this president is not looking into it. John, I thank you for the call. I only have uh, about 45 seconds left. Let me go to... Uh, Ray in the Bronx. Ray, you've got about 40 seconds left. Go right ahead. Great. Okay. First, I empathize you about your dog. Thank you. What's going to get, what it, what's going to get you through this is a book called The Art of Racing in the Rain. Okay. Buy it. Find it. Buy it. And it'll get you through this thing. Okay. Last thing, it's an old Roman saying. When society crumbles, it's because the little laws are not being enforced. Okay. So where I live... You know, it all started two years ago when all these motorcycles started flying around. Nobody's noise face. You are correct. Hey, Ray, you are correct. I, I have to step in and I will get the book. I hope you can give me a call again tomorrow, Ray, because you're making some very good points. You already know who's coming up next. Curtis Lewa in for Frank Marano. He's standing outside the studio. He's all excited. Have a great show, Curtis, and I'll see you folks tomorrow.